1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Thursday. And uh uh-oh, do we have some things to talk about here on a Thursday? Looks like Trump's going to be arrested about an hour and a half from now. Look, we're we're not going to dwell on it. You know what it is. I know what it is, but we will discuss it. There's no question. I'll get to it at some point in time here. We have all kinds of debate recap stuff. I have thoughts that are different from thoughts other people have had, but we're going to do a bunch of debate recap stuff to roll off the open of the show. People are going back to work. Businesses want people going back to work in the office, putting Democrats on the defense about their issues and living totally separate, and women sharing titles with each other. All that and so much more is coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. And before I forget, tomorrow is Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, where all three hours of the show, I answer your questions. Whatever you email in to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. They don't have to be political. Ask me anything. They can be. That's totally fine. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. And I'm actually going to begin tonight because I asked for your feedback on the debate. I'm going to begin with some of your emails and address these as we go through it. And this is a warning for everybody, everyone. Vivek supporters, DeSantis supporters, Nikki Haley supporters, sorry, Tim Scott supporters, Trump supporters. I've got things that are going to probably be good to hear and things that are going to be hard to hear for all your guys. Keep in mind, if you're offended, I don't care. This is not your mommy's show. It's your daddy's show. I say offensive things all the time. That's you. It's my nature. (laughs) So let's begin. Jesse, the debate moderators did a miserable job. They kept the discussion right where Democrats wanted it. Abortion in January 6th. Nothing about the Biden family's criminality, energy independence, controlling the border, cleaning up corruption, so on and so forth. Well, it's time to have a long talk. And this is going to take a little bit, so let's have a discussion. Because there is something that we are going to have to do every day. This isn't going to be a one-time thing. This is going to be an everyday effort from you, and me for the rest of our political lives there is going to be something we have to do right now i want you to picture the system we have this system this corrupt rotted system all right you have you are have, picturing it right well i want you to picture it as if it's a big ball of chewed up bubblegum a big one a big one like the size of an apple all right you have the big ball of bubblegum in your head And here's what's happened. Here's what happens with within corrupt systems like this. Because we have to live here. I have to live here. You have to live here. We have to live within it. We can, when it comes to our ideas and the things we want, the things we want for our country, we can find ourselves very easily stuck to it unable to fully break away from it, even if we claw our way out from the middle of the big wad of bubble gum, we're still on the outside and we're still so attached to it that we can never fully break away from it. But here's the thing, if we're ever going to defeat, if we're ever going to finally take down that gigantic wad of bubble gum, it requires us breaking completely away. But that can be so difficult because of how many things, how many little gumstrings are holding us to it. And this is what I mean. This is an outstanding example of it. You brought up the things they said last night, the things they did last night. January 6th. I'm not going to play you audio and crap like that. You heard what they asked. Well, if you were there on January 6th, uh, uh, what would what would you do about it? I think it was Brett Baer who asked that. What would you have done? Uh, Mike Mike Pence certified the election. Uh, Everybody, everybody, uh, uh, stick your hand up in the air. Uh, uh, What would you do about it? Well, you already know this, but there's nothing Democrats want more, nothing on this planet they want more than for this next election to be discussing the past. It's it's everything to them. If they could get that, they win it all. It's why I've screamed endlessly at the candidates, Trump included, stop talking about the 2020 election. I know the base wants to hear it. I know they do. I want to hear it, actually, because I love talking about that election. I know you probably want to hear it. The people we need to win over have no interest in it. Zero. Zip zilch they don't care about your personal grievances they don't care that you're being persecuted people care about themselves they want to be part of a vision moving forward they do not want to talk about the past if the democrats can make the 2024 election about what happened in the past election is already over forget it don't even bother going to the polls election is signed sealed delivered they want every republican talking about the past that's exactly what they want and so why would you have a quote republican debate on the, quote, Republican news channel, supposedly Fox News. Why would you ask about that? Well, here's why. Because all these people, including all these people at Fox News, they're all still attached to the bubble gum. Why? Because every part of society, especially high society, where they all want to be a part of, they're all still talking about January 6th like it was this dangerous insurrection. And so... If you if you think of January 6th as a slightly spicy protest and one almost undoubtedly instigated, at least in part by agents of the federal government. Remember, there's all kinds of video evidence and other things proving that, including witness testimony from the Capitol Police chief. If you believe that, that's breaking all the way from the bubble gum. The bubblegum's still sitting there believing it was a dangerous insurrection. We almost lost the country. But if you, if you think it was, I mean, not a great day, but not really a big deal and probably a big fed up. Well, now you've just broken all the way from the bubblegum. And if you're a debate moderator, if you're Martha McCallum, if you're Brett Baer, if you do that, if you're Fox News, if you break all the way from the bubblegum, If you pull all the way, if you unsnap all those strings, I mean, sure, you're going to be right about the issues. and Sure, you can be on the vanguard of leading a new movement in this country to take back the country. Yeah, yeah, all those things. But you know what you're not going to do? Uh, You're not going to get your contract renewed. You're not going to get that invitation. You know the one you got last year? Your cousin's a huge lib, but he thinks it's kind of cool you're on the news and he has this sweet. He has this fifteen million dollar mansion up in the Hamptons. And he invited all these people, hundred people, up last year. And you all went up, and you went boating in the Hamptons, and you ate fresh crab, and man, the champagne, and everyone patted you on the back. Whoa, TV star! And you didn't really get political there, right? Because you don't want to step out of line. But you're, that invitation's not going to come if you break away from the bubble gum. Don't you want to stay part of the bubble gum? And it goes more, it goes to more than just the debate moderators on Fox News. This may apply to you. I guarantee it applies to someone you know, Norm and Norma. They remember everywhere they turn. If they don't seek out alternative forms of media, if they're not listening to the Jesse Kelly show right alongside you right now, if they don't seek that out, they have no idea they're even part of the bubble com it's just that everywhere they turn People talk about January 6th as a dangerous insurrection. Their kids go to school. Their teachers teach their kids about the dangerous insurrection. Hollywood actors and actresses, oh my gosh, we almost lost our country that day. Dangerous insurrection. Probably athletes at this point in time. Every single part of our culture. Dangerous insurrection. Dangerous insurrection. Dangerous insurrection. Norm doesn't think he's part of the bubble gum by believing and talking about January 6th as if it was a dangerous insurrection. insurrection. He just thinks he's a good citizen. After all, everyone's saying it, aren't they? I mean, my goodness, Jesse, are you trying to tell me that every single cultural institution is lying to me? What? That's crazy. Quit being a conspiracy theorist. We are going to struggle, and I'm going to struggle with this too, keep in mind, because I'm attached to bubble gum in ways that I can't see. You're attached to bubblegum in ways you can't see. It is going to be a lifelong effort in a society completely built on lies as our society is right now. It will be a daily effort every day for the rest of our existence to try to get these pieces of bubblegum off of us and detach ourselves. How am I attached? What lies, what outright lies have I accepted as being even partially true? When you live in a system built on lies, it can be very, very difficult to stand in the truth as we must. That's a big part of why you saw what you saw last night. But there's another part of it, and it's a worse part, and it's part we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about it next in a big way from what you saw last night in that debate. All that and so much more is coming up on The Jesse Kelly Show. Now, you know what I didn't see last night? I watched the GOP debate. I watched every minute of it, sat down with the wife. I even popped some popcorn. How about that? Drank some water, popped some popcorn, watched the debate like an old person. But I didn't ever have to pause it to clean up Fred's digestive problems. Do you know why I didn't have to do that? Because my dog doesn't have digestive problems anymore. And you know why he doesn't? Because he used to have those problems after every single meal. You know why he doesn't have those problems anymore? Because I pour rough greens on his food every day. I know there's no nutrition in his garbage, in his garbage dog food. I know it's empty calories. So I want him to live longer and live healthier. I want him to have a shinier coat, better breath, more energy. I went and got a free bag, free bag of rough greens. Pour it right on his food at roughgreens.com slash Jesse. See a difference in your dog and keep him around longer. All right. Call them to 833-33-MY-DOG. Call them today.
2: You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome.
1: It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Doing a little debate recap to kick things off here before we get to people returning to the office. And yes, I understand about the Trump Arrest, official arrest that's coming in an hour and a half, a little less than an hour and a half from now, scheduled for seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. No, I'm not going to turn this radio show into a countdown to arrest and 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 do a live feed of the arrest. Why? why, why? We know all this is coming. We this is, we've known it was coming. We know what's happening. We know what's going to happen. There's no there's no need to do that. We are going to continue on with our. GOP debate recap I told you I wanted your comments your thoughts and I, I again I'm gonna warn you I've got harsh things to say probably about your candidate whoever it is and some good things to say about most of them but this one was about she had a real problem with the debate moderators they were talking about abortion in January 6 and things like that and I already talked about our never-ending struggle to detach ourselves from the lies the system tells us all around us were surrounded by lies One of the big ones, one of the moments that just hit me like a ton of bricks last night. There were two moments last night, only two, in that whole two hours that kind of made my jaw fall open. There were only two. The first one is this, and and, uh, I just I can't believe this one. So, YAF, Young Americans for Freedom. It's thought of as a kind of liberty group, maybe conservative group of Young Americans for Freedom. They partnered, this supposedly right-wing group, partnered with the Fox News Channel last night, and they decided to ask all of the questions or all the candidates about climate change. And before I even bother playing this, do keep in mind climate change caused by man is not only not real, The very idea of it is ridiculous. To think that man-made actions can change the climate on an entire planet, it's not just false, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Carbon is not bad. Mankind, who breathes out carbon, he is not bad, he is not a poison on the planet. This planet was given to us by God. If you're here, you're supposed to be here. It's why I speak out against... uh, For anyone out there who may be struggling, thinking about hurting themselves or something like that, I'm here to tell you, you're here for a reason, for a reason, and eventually your time on this earth will be up, and at that point in time, God will take you home. But until that time, you stay right where you are, and you may not know that reason yet, but it's coming. But you're here with a purpose. Understand that, a purpose. You're not a poison on this planet. I promise you, cross my heart and hope to die the air you're breathing out right now is not hurting the earth. I promise it's not. The idea of it's ridiculous. And so on the supposedly right-wing news channel, they went and found some kid. I don't know. It looked like he was 20. I don't know how old he was. From the supposedly right-wing group. And this was the question that was asked last night. And I'm going to try the best I can to be calm when I respond. Polls consistently show that young people's number one issue is climate change. How will you, as both president of the United States and leader of the Republican Party, calm
0: their fears that the Republican Party doesn't care about climate change? Hmm.
1: How will you calm their fears? The polls show that young people are very worried about climate change. Well, I told you I'm not going to, I'm not going to get upset, and I'm not. I just, look, we'll do, we'll do let's, let's make an analogy here. My son, my oldest son, he's not four. He's 14. Voice is already deep like mine. Pretty much turning into a fine young man. And if my son comes to me tonight at midnight, I'll be asleep. And he shakes me awake and he says, Dad, Dad, Dad. Hey, you got, you got to wake up, Dad. And I say, okay, I'm like, uh, what's wrong, son? Is everything okay? Is someone trying to break in? What's going on? And he says, no, Dad. There's this gigantic furry monster in my closet, and he has big fangs and stuff. And, Dad, I'm so scared. Dad, can you calm my fears? Well, I'm not going to pat my son on the back, and I'm not going to tell him, yes, son, I'm, I'm going to get out of bed. Let's go calm those fears. Let's get that furry monster so you can go back to sleep. I'm going to tell my son to shut his mouth, go back to bed, stop being a baby, there's no monster there. I'm not getting up to try to placate you with your ridiculous fears. Go open the closet and see for yourself. But your ridiculous over-the-top fears, for whatever reason you may have them, will never, ever, ever, ever become an action item for me. Your ridiculousness is not an action item for me. Ha, but we young people are scared. Then stop being stupid. I'm sorry! I know you're scared, because you're stupid! Because you don't know how to take in multiple bits of information! Because you haven't bothered to spend five seconds looking into the various scientists, including very smart ones, who laugh at the idea of man-made climate change. And yet somehow this makes it onto to the Republican debate stage. Ah, but young people are afraid! I don't give a crap! Young people don't run the country, nor should they! Because we are not a nation run by children. Children shouldn't run anything. Children should sit there and shut up while the adults make decisions. And so I don't care if every young person on the face of the planet is really stressed out about climate change. Good. Go stress in the corner while you play video games. The adults are trying to run the country. I don't care that you're scared. And I'm tired of living in such a coddled society Where we have to act like this is somehow important to me. Uh, uh, Young people are worried. I don't care. Young people snort pills. I don't give a crap that young people are worried. I'm worried about young people. I'm worried you can't go to work from 9 to 5 without needing time off. That's what I'm worried about. Focus on a 40-hour work week. Let the adults handle the country. I'm not done yet. Hang on. Fighting for your freedom every day.
2: The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. For anyone living with everyday aches and pains, there's a lot of things you can try. You know, tough it out, bite the bullet, grin and bear it. Or you can try something that has helped so many other people, Relief Factor. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free daily supplement that helps your body fight pain naturally. Developed by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that address the inflammation where pain starts. And Relief Factor doesn't just mask pain for a short time, it helps reduce or even eliminate it all day, every day. Wherever you're hurting, your back, neck, joint, or muscles, in about three weeks or less, you'll see a difference and rediscover what it's like to feel better and live better. So if everyday pain is affecting your life, don't go with the mind over matter approach. Try Relief Factor instead. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF and save on your first order. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. Fight pain naturally with Relief Factor. Not even going to yell anymore, I don't think. I don't think I'm going to yell anymore. I think I am calmed down. Michael even said something to me during the break that has calmed me down a little bit. I think I'm going to be okay. Remember tomorrow. Look at how, how calm I am. I'm calming myself down. What, Chris? Tomorrow. See how calm I am? Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Oh, you guys put the crickets thing on there. Nice. Anyway. Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday with me, Calm Jesse. And you can email and should email all your Ask Dr. Jesse questions to jesse at com. Just me, calm Jesse, and you. That's it. All three hours with your questions. Now, let's go back to this. Once again, I'm going to play this clip. I, I forgot we're supposed to put this disclaimer on there every time we play one of these. In a debate on the Fox News channel. Polls consistently show that young people's number one issue is climate change. How will you, as both President of the
0: United States and leader of the Republican Party, calm their fears that the Republican Party doesn't care about
1: climate change? Okay. See how calm I am? Michael did bring up during the break a very valid point. Michael said, Can you blame them, though, because it is all they see? It's in their movies. It's in their music. It's all over the television. They learn about it in school. Every single cultural institution tells young people that oil and gas is evil and it's destroying the planet and all these other things. So Michael says, can you blame them? No. And I think, I think maybe that came off. I think maybe there was a misunderstanding in how I went off right there. I'm not mad at that young man. For being a weapons-grade idiot. Because when you're super young, you're a weapons-grade idiot. I believed and did so many really, really stupid things for a variety of reasons when I was young. I'm not mad at that young man for being stupid or at any stupid person who believes in man-made climate change. Sometimes people are just stupid. I'm not mad about that. I'm mad that a Democrat question, a Democrat question that is that accepts the false premise of man-made climate change, I'm mad that that question somehow makes it onto the quote Republican debate stage from the supposedly right-wing news channel in a supposedly right-wing organization. Are we going to see questions if there was a Democrat debate, which, of course, there won't be, but if President Poopy Pants does drop out like I think he does, that will prompt an actual Democrat primary, and if there is a Democrat debate, I want you to picture this question at a Democrat debate. I want you to picture this question. The Democrat debate moder- moderators, let's say uh, CNN. CNN's moderating the Democrat debate, and the debate moderator, they sit down in front of the Democrat candidates, and they say, hey... We know now about the endless drugs, violent crime, and human trafficking that take place on the southern border. We know these things now. We have the numbers. What are you going to do to secure the border? Would that question ever be asked by CNN, MSNBC? You're probably rolling your eyes and laughing right now. No, it wouldn't. The controlled opposition is increasingly what our side looks like. I understand a bunch of young people, again, I understand a bunch of young people are worried about man-made climate change, and they're worried about it because every cultural institution has lied to them. But as we've talked about before, I am never, and you should never, going to step out of the world that is real and into the world that is make-believe to try to find some middle ground where I meet you with your ridiculous fears. Well, I mean, I guess you're right. man may climate change is kind of real, so let me give you the Republican plan for it. No, no more. Break away from the bubble gum. Stop playing the communist game on the communist field with the communist referees enforcing the communist rules, and then looking around one day and wondering why you lost everything. The second you accept that man, that carbon is a poison on the planet, you have already lost. You might as well stop fighting, actually. This, this is my message to you, and you know how big I am on fighting and fighting back. If you have accepted that man, that the air you're breathing is changing the climate on the planet, honestly, give up. I would like for you to give up because you already have. You've already lost. So don't go into the effort of actually fighting back. There's no point in that. Once you give them that, you've lost. That's the whole debate. Is man poison on the planet or is he not? That's the entire debate. And so, yes, I too was horrified by that. Let's move on here. Dr. Kelly. Why are so many jumping on the Vivek bandwagon, even after he recently wrote a book commending Pence and criticizing Trump and his supporters for January 6th? I almost forgot. Last year, Vivek wrote a book talking about how great Pence was and ripping on Trump and his supporters. Oh, this freaking guy. She said he literally has in his book that there was no fraud in the election and goes on to explain how stupid we all are for thinking there was. How is it that all you have to do is just grab some Trump talking points and throw it in a speech and so many people completely forget who he really is and how much he's against us in the America First agenda? How does this how does this happen? How does this happen? By the way, if you'd like a little you want a little mini preview of of the ever changing. O oh, Vivek, he's he's here one day and gone the next Here's a mini clip for you. By the way, part of this is from the debate last night on Fox News Channel. Climate change is a hoax. Climate change is also real. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying the under reality of the underlying reality that global
0: surface temperatures are going up and in part due to human activity.
1: That was Vivek from three months ago, by the way. <laughs> That's three months ago. Well, yeah, man made's definitely doing it. He gets up at the debate. This is false. Everyone cheers. Woo, this guy's the best. The question is why though? I've used this example in other ways before, but I'm going to use it again. Let's say there's a mother. Maybe it's you. And she wants to go fishing with her son. And she gets out on a boat in this gigantic lake. And she's out there, and it's a nice, calm day, calm waters, and she's fishing with her son, just enjoying herself, catching some fish, having a nice mother-son time. And this big boat pulls up beside him. And all these real bad-looking dudes, tattoos, do-rags, looks like they're even smoking cigarettes, maybe even doing some drugs up there. Look, They all look half drunk. They pull up beside her and they say, Hey, pretty lady, you and your son want to hop in a big boat with us and go for a little cruise around the lake? She's going to obviously look and she's going to say, No, no thank you, I'm good. Move along, please. Now, that same scenario, mom's out in the middle of the lake. And instead of being calm, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a storm comes, and a bad storm. And their boat is not big, and it starts to break up on them and take on water. There's lightning and thunder everywhere, a downpour. Son is asking his mom, Mommy, are we going to be okay? Mommy, I'm scared. And at that exact moment, as the boat begins to sink into the water with no life jackets, That exact same boat with the exact same crew of shady characters pulls up beside her, and they say, Hey, pretty lady, why don't you hop in with us? Why don't you and your boy hop in with us? We'll take care of you. Not only does she get in the boat, she runs, jumps into the boat, and hugs them all when she gets in the boat, and thanks them for picking her up and bringing her into the boat. Now, why? What is the difference in the circumstances? Why would that woman go from saying no to saying thank you, yes, please, thank you, yes? Why? Well, in the first scenario, she's a normal thinking human being. In the second scenario, she's desperate. Desperate. Desperation is the most dangerous human condition because a desperate person, no matter how well read and smart and logical and everything they are, no matter how well read, no matter how sharp they are, a desperate person will do things and accept things and cheer for things that are terrible for them because they're desperate and because they don't see any other port in a storm. And we will discuss this a little in a little bit more depth as I continue here on the Jesse Kelly Show, on debate recap night, and Trump arrest number four night, and everything else. Now let's discuss this. Let's discuss the attack on our food supply. Because remember, all this climate change idiocy we're talking about, as you've just heard, It is the policy on the planet right now, especially in the West. The UN has done it. Every Western country has done it. Every Democrat is all in on it. Most of the Republicans are all in on it. They're already closing farms. That's not something that's happening in the future. It's happening now, right now. Do you have an emergency three month food kit for when these food dislocations happen? Are you ready or are you going to starve with your family? everyone needs three months worth of non-perishable food and my patriot supply has kits ready to go and they're two hundred dollars off right now go to prepare with jesse that'll save you 200 bucks on a three-month food kit prepare with jesse go now he doesn't care if you believe him but he's right jesse kelly It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Reminding you, you can download the podcast of the show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. You can download it for free. The iHeart Radio app is free. It's all free. Everything but freedom. You know, freedom is not free. Now back to what we were talking about. Lady was baffled by people jumping on the Vivek bandwagon. And look, I have, I have the, I have the scores here. The highest ranked person from the debate, Vivek. That's according to some group who was grading using Republican viewers. Second place was Ron DeSantis, so on and so forth. Why is this happening? Desperation. The right has been sold out for so long by everybody, over and over and over again. Nobody cares about us. And even when they pretend to care about us, then they get in office and they don't do anything. And we've lost every institution, and especially the people who are adults now, able to vote, whether you're 18 to 80, you've watched all this happen in such a short time span where you just lost every institution all at once, and now we all have something inside of us that we are going to have to fight against tooth and nail. Desperation. All of us have it. I'm not, I'm not washing my hands of that. I have it too. Now, we all have it to different degrees. Maybe you're sitting there right now chewing on your fingernails going crazy. In that case, you need to turn off the daggone radio and go for a walk. Or maybe it's just this nagging thing inside of you that, man, we are in dire circumstances here. But we all feel it right now, don't we? We all feel a bit of that desperation. We have to fight against it because in our desperation... We are going to long for, and in many cases, cheer for people who are lying to us. This guy has had every position on every issue, and not even over a long span. Over the past year, he's taken every stance on every issue, and now he's figured out exactly what you want to hear, and he screams it with that big smile on his face. He even, you know what he's, you know what he dropped a couple times last time? My family and our faith in God. My family and our faith in God. Vivek is a Hindu. They have 33 gods. Maybe that's why he repeated himself so many times. He was trying to give all of them an attaboy. But you know why he said that? Because he knows that's exactly what you want to hear. You want to hear about family and faith. You want to hear about the destruction of our institutions, about the destruction of our three-letter agencies, which he talks about. But the reason he says these things is not because he has any belief system or believes them. He says them because it's making him popular. It's hurting DeSantis. Remember, he's good friends with Jared Kushner. That's a brilliant move by Team Trump, by the way. I want to make sure I extend an applause and a congratulations, and I really mean that. That's not tongue-in-cheek. That's good politics right there. That's good, dirty politics, and that's how you win. Cause I believe Vivek is a plant, really. Try to take away that right lane, that far right lane from DeSantis. And it's working very effectively so far. Team Trump, whoever came up with that, whether that was Jared, who I actually can't stand or Trump himself or somebody. Well done. That's big boy politics. That's how you win. Well done. But he's not a serious candidate. He doesn't even pretend to be. Why would you get up there last night and do what he did and announce that Donald Trump was the greatest president of the, of ever in his life? Isn't that what he said? Something to that effect? Well, why would you be running against him then, idiot? He doesn't believe any of this stuff. But he says things he knows you want to hear. And it's working. Is it look, is he going to make any major noise? No. He's not there to make major noise. He's there to steal a bunch of right-wing votes to make sure Trump doesn't have to move too far to the right in the in the primary, which Trump doesn't want to do, and I understand that it's a general election strategy. He's there to take away too much of the right lane for DeSantis. But to, please, don't, listen, look, I didn't come up with this video. Someone else did. This is another little clip from the band, uh, Vivek on the debate on Fox News Channel. And it's juxtaposed with Barack Obama from 2008. Everything this guy says is things he steals from the internet. Who
0: the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name, and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? Well, the skinny kid with a funny name. Listen, now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a real discussion now.
1: And don't get me wrong, very well spoken, very charismatic, very slick. I understand the appeal, and I'm going to lay off it now. I actually don't know that I will speak about Vivek very much, ever again on the show. I've laid it out for you. I've told you the truth. The rest is up to you. What do you want me to do? Hey, look, that's not the last of the hard things I have to say. Oracle, simple question. Did DeSantis seem very yelly at the debate? I wanted to keep saying, Ron, I can hear you. Uh, DeSantis, remember, DeSantis came off. Look, he's he's winning all these after day-after polls, and I thought he did very, very well last night. He didn't get distracted by that annoying little gnat next to him and he looked very presidential up there and he did a lot of the thing he should be doing the whole campaign trail he's never going to be mr personality he doesn't have trump's personality he can't do that he's going to he needs to do a lot of what he did last night hey i already did it hey they talk about it i did it hey i did it in florida yeah you talk about this i did it oh you don't like george soros prosecutors yeah i already removed those oh you don't like this i already did that i did like he did a lot of that last night but he needs to be careful with two things, two things that stood out to me last night when I watched. And these are going to look. This is going to hurt if you're a Desantis fan. Sorry, I'm not. Again, it's not your mommy's show. He needs to watch how often he smiles because he doesn't do it well. It looks like he's taking a crap. I'm sorry, Chris Michael. Am I wrong? Okay, it looks like he's taking a crap. Okay, fine. You, you don't do the smile well, and watch how much you elevate your voice because. When he gets passionate about something or elevates his voice about something, it doesn't always come off that well. The things he's saying does, the, the, the tone matters. Tone matters. Now, it doesn't mean you can't ever yell, right? But if you don't do it well, don't do it at all. As we've talked about, Trump and DeSantis both have critical flaws. For Trump, it's personnel. For DeSantis, it's personal. They have got to guard against it. They have got to guard against it. All right, we're moving on. Did you know that New York's getting ready to mask up again? Did you know that? Oh, oh! I'll tell you all about that and something else coming. And look, maybe a bit more on the debate and all, all kinds of other things tonight. The Trump indictment's, what, a half hour away? Uh, yeah, it's just a big old mess. Before we get to that, guess what I did last night before the debate I went home, I had a bunch of pent-up energy, so I lifted weights and then I sat down with my brand new Springfield Hellcat Pro and I practiced with my Mantis X. Mantis X allows me to go home after work instead of going to the range and buying 10 boxes of ammo and dropping 50 bucks and all these other things. I go home and practice in my living room. I got to practice with my Springfield Hellcat Pro while I was talking to the wife and kids last night. Thank you, Mantis X. And not just peep, peep, peep target practice. They're putting you through drills, getting you fast and deadly, getting you better. Go to mantisx.com and get yours today. Get fast and deadly. The Green Berets use it. Marines use it. Go ask them what they use. They use mantis X. The pros use it. Whether you're a beginner or whether you're majorly experienced, practice in the comfort of your home and get really good without firing a shot. MantisX.com. All right. MantisX.com. We still have two hours left on a Thursday. Hang on. dot org. testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time
0: tired of restless nights at lisa we know good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health